This is a HeadGum Podcast. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, Rach. Yeah. It's a little bit different today because you're taking the lead. That's right, it is. Just like you hoped. And all I can say is that not once did I say, get ready. Or Cheryl, that's a spoiler. Spoiler alert. Not once. Okay. I didn't call you out. Okay. I just no. let it flow. Well, we'll see if the listeners like okay. it or not. I think they're going to dig it. Okay. They, they may or may not. Oh. I just hope they don't have FOMO. <laughs> you talk a lot about FOMO. Yeah. And you're not going to want to miss this one because then you're going to have a major fear of missing out. <laughs> <laughs> you might be diagnosed with FOMO. We talk a lot about Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about stolen goods. Yep. So, ladies and jerks, welcome to The Ringleader, The Case of the Bling Ring. Rachel. Hi. Cheryl Hi. Shirley Hines. Rachel Harris. Yes. I just want to let you know, I we left off where I was going to see the Oracle. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I just, I wanted to give you an update. Please. Okay. Give me an update on the Oracle. She was a lovely, lovely lady. Very Dude. lovely. I enjoyed mm-hmm. talking to her. Um, right. She, we, we met in my office and at the beginning she said, is it going to bother you if, you know, sometimes during this session I might levitate? <laughs> you did my, not I, tell me that, even personally. I, I love that you I, say it. Okay. Yeah. So she said, you know, I might come come off the ground a little bit and, <laughs> and float up. And I was like, bring it on. Let's bring yeah, it on. Yeah. And I would have been like, you know what? It's This is me. I got to go. <laughs> Rachel, you would have been like, I don't want any part of this voodoo. No, no. I would have been like, peace out. Enjoy that. Have fun levitating. I don't need to see it. Okay. If someone told you they could levitate, you would not Mm -hmm. stick around to watch it? No. Rachel. Cheryl. If I said- I don't need to see that. I don't want to be around that. I don't want something in my brain that can't understand what the fuck just happened or how that happened. My brain doesn't do well with that. That's why I'm a complete control freak. If I told you... It's not cute. Let's turn down the lights. I can levitate off the ground a few inches. You would be like, I'm going home. Yes. (laughs) That's why I can't do horror movies. I got freaked out just seeing the marquee for Carrie when I was a kid. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Driving down High Street, seeing Carrie, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to start becoming like that person oh that's why you can't watch scary things because you think that you're gonna like your soul will be possessed or you think yes oh it probably already is and now i'm triggering it or my child's possessed hi oh. <laughs> like what's gonna happen like i'm like what's going on even though nothing like that has ha- ever happened in our lives you know no. what i mean like nothing nothing no. like that has ever happened in our lives we're old enough to know Yes. Right. Well, that's why when the oracle... So when she said she was going to levitate off the ground, I yeah, was like, you said, okay, I'm in. B- bring it on. I can't wait. And she took her shoes off and she was like, do you mind, you know, do you mind if I take my shoes off? And I was like, not at all. I want you to be, you know, comfortable yeah. while you 
why you connect. Why you levitate. Yeah. And she would stand next to me, and then sometimes she would talk, and she would go up on her toes and back down, and up on her toes. And I was like, oh, okay. That's the levitating. <laughs> That's the levitating that she's talking about. Okay, yeah. So I was like, okay, nothing to be scared about. I just want to understand the going up on the toes. Would she be like mid-sentence? And and would she she, hold it like she was on point? She would hold it for a a few seconds. Like she Mm -hmm. was, that's when she would be getting a a message. It would be coming through to her and she'd go up and then she'd say, yes. And then she'd come back down and, and deliver the message. I really wish that we were filming these, that oh. people could see how you're acting it out, like you're doing the physicality of it, because it's insane. But you and I talked about this. She knew yes. who you were yes. when you met her. What's interesting is when she asked me if I had any questions, and I was like, well, I mean, what do you think is going to happen in the next year? Right. And she was basically, she basically said, does anybody really want to know their future? <laughs> And you're like, like, oh, what are we doing? What are we doing? (laughs) But my mind also goes to, oh, that bad, huh? (laughs) That bad. That bad. Ooh. So you you don't want me to you don't want me to know. Well, she did tell me. uh, She got some messages, and Mm -hmm. one was um, she she thought that I liked to read a lot. Keep in mind. I was in my office, which surrounded by books. <laughs> right. I was like, but "You don't, you don't." I read. don't read that much. We I don't said, read. I said, "Okay, yeah, yeah." That's great. We're not bookworms. <laughs> I wouldn't call us bookworms. Mm-mm, and then um, she said, "Well, what else? You know, do you have any other any questions?" And I said, um, "I said, well, um, you know, I don't know. What about my career? What do you see?" And then she. Would levitate Levitated. Up on, she went up on her toes. <laughs> yep. She would say. Sure hope she doesn't have bunions. She right. said, um, she sees projects. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> so great. that came to her, which was well great. Can we also say that you, we had said before you went, like, we'll know she's legit mm-hmm. if you hear a code word. Yeah. From her. From yeah. Paul and Eddie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the first thing I asked you after you said, I saw the oracle, I was like, did she say the code word? And what did you say? Uh uh-uh. uh. No, no. No, she did not. She didn't. She did the- not connect with two people that if they knew there was they, an oracle in my or a office, psychic, th- they would be like, they'd in be pounding here. on the door. They'd be like, they'd Cheryl, be like, what is happening in your office? They would be the first people to pop up and be oh. like, we're fine. Hey, we missed you, girl. Hey. What's up? I know. And she said, you know, is there anyone that you want to connect with? And I said, well, my friends, Paul and Eddie. And mm-hmm. she goes up on her toes. And she Shosh. said, she said, well, let's do, let's do one first. And I said, okay, how about Paul? Up on her toes and back down. And she said, oh, she said, yes, Paul was very sweet. I said, not. Not what he wasn't. That's what he was known for. No, I said Paul wasn't the sweet one. I said you you might be thinking about Eddie. She's like, oh God, you're getting you're letting (laughs) her off the hook. That's (laughs) horrible. Well, it's too uncomfortable. You're like you know a foot away from somebody who's giving it their all, and I'm just like, all right. Especially because she's barefoot. Well, she, in all fairness, she had you know socks. Okay. What kind? What? (laughs) What did her socks look like? I'm just they dying were just to know. Dark socks, because she had some sort of boot, boot, but you know, like a long skirt, as you would imagine. Oh yeah, some sure. layers, like, like some layers. Oh yeah, she's like Stevie Nicks if she's an oracle. Just like the white winged sand song. Hey, song, sand song, just sing on. Ooh, baby, ooh, sit Um. So anyway, that was my that was your oracle. This, my oracle, oracle. But basically, does anybody really want to know what their future holds? Yes. You have projects coming up and you like to read. God damn, you learned a lot. I did. I learned a lot about myself and yeah. about the universe. And about the future. Would you just be like in tears at the end of that reading, Rachel? You'd be like, oh my God. No, I would what be What does relieved. all that mean? 
I'd be relieved that she was a fraud. And I'd be like, <gasps> okay. great. That's I did great. not use that word. And if you're listening, well, I did. she might be listening. She might be listening. And I wasn't there. But I'm just saying, if someone said to me they're an oracle, that they can tell you what your future holds. Yeah. They can help guide you toward things that are going to bring life. If they said to me, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> I'm so crazy, that if they said to me, does anybody really want to know what the future holds for them? I'd be like... Oh you my God, it. I'm Ugh. fucked. She can't tell me. She sees it and she's like, I've got to backtrack. I've got to backpedal and just like. Well, let me ask you this. If she yes. said that and then she went uh-huh. on to say, I see projects in your future. I think you like mm-hmm. to read. Would that still have been scary to you that she said, does anyone really want to know what their future holds? <laughs> no, that's true. I would have been like, I'm ready to move on. But thank you. And, and then I would have said something like, I have, listen, this is unexpected, but I need to use the restroom and I think I have diarrhea. And I would have said, I got to, I'm so sorry. We have to like table this. And I would have said something like, you know, I'll call you if we can reschedule. Otherwise, uh, I I've got I a bad lie. stomach situation. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't lie. You just said you would tell her you have diarrhea. Well, I would say, I think. Oh, <laughs> I think I have diarrhea. I'm not going to fuck my karma by lying. Like, yeah, I would just say, I think I have, I just don't feel well. And then I'd come out and I'd say, you know what? It's best if we just, I need to reschedule, which would be the truth. And then you have to reschedule. But then I would just keep saying, <laughs> oh, diarrhea is still here. <laughs> yeah. Or, or then I'd say, you know what? I just don't think I want to reschedule at some point. Ooh. Yeah. Listen, it was a lovely experience regardless. She was a lovely person. Great. Uh, like the energy she's putting out there. Oh my God. <laughs> but anyway, I knew you were, I knew our listeners were dying to know. I know. Dying to know. They've been writing in like crazy and calling. Like, cra- like crazy. Yeah. They've uh, been calling our call line. Uh, Rachel, look, we should get right to it. <laughs> Although oh you're God. the one that's driving the train today. I am. I'm so excited. Are you? Mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. Because last week... I think you were criticizing me for something, and I said, fine. I, can't remember. I don't I don't even remember what it was. Why don't you do it yourself? And you said, fine, I will. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'll do color, and you do. Yeah. You do the outline. Exactly. And then I showed up today, and I was like, oh, I didn't print it out. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. I thought you were doing it. We had to hold for you to print. <laughs> yeah. I like that you don't even print it out when it's not you... I do it. sometimes, but today, I, d- I mean, I read it, though. Like, I, if I, okay. I read okay. it before. So. All right, Rachel. All right. Well, you want to oh, lead us right it? That's like the right. school teacher that's like, I <laughs> love her okay. school teacher tone where she's like, okay. All okay. right. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> all right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Yes. So, this is true story, the ringleader, the case of the bling ring. All right. So, The Ringleader, The Case of the Bling Ring, is a 2023 documentary directed by Aaron Lee Carr, whose previous credits include Britney vs. Spears and Mommy uh, Mommy Dead and Dearest. The film features Rachel Lee, the so-called mastermind behind the Bling Ring robberies, who discusses her involvement in the crimes for the first time on camera. The Ringleader is available to watch on Max. All right, so we have the description, right, of the Bling Ring. Uh Uh, Let's hear this. The Bling Ring described. Let's hear it. Yeah, a little clip. The bling ring is a media sensation. The bling ring is the name of a movie. The bling ring was one of the first big social media crimes. It was juicy in all the right ways. The bling ring is a group of young people in their late teens. Rachel Lee, Nick Prugo, Alexis Nyers, Courtney Ames, Roy Lopez, and Diana Tamayo. Wasn't there another guy, Ajar? Yes, Johnny Ajar. In the late 2000s, these kids robbed a bunch of celebrities that they wanted to emulate. I just have to talk about that clip for a second because that Uh guy, I guess he's a journalist. I don't Uh know him and I don't know what his personal situation is. However, it feels Mm -hmm. like he might have a perm. Yes. And And like you, he has a lot of books in his He has a lot of books. But I just wanted to let people know that I think... The male perm is coming back. 
Yeah. I was at the um, hair yeah. salon and there was a guy with perm rods in his hair. No, he, no, you did yes, not. I, no, yes, he, that happened. No, he in Brentwood. How old was he? How old was he? Ah, uh, he was probably thirty. And I'm wow. like, whoa, okay, 30. a young, a young perm. Yeah. Well, I've seen a lot of young kids like in high school, right, with the long, like bushy black hair, and they kind of cut it ah. on the sides. Guys. Yeah, guys, and they're letting it grow out like really long and. It sort of and reminds me of um, Bill Bixby, like in the Hulk. <laughs> Remember, yeah, everybody but, gets that, right? But did I just he, really he dated didn't myself. Have, um, curly hair, did he? Or, or maybe, maybe he it was wasn't so Bill Bixby. Cute, maybe Bill it Bixby. was the dad on Brady Bunch. Remember when he had sort of like a perm? I think you're thinking of the dad on the Brady Bunch movie that they did, like not that no. long ago. No, I'm thinking of the show. But Gary Cole, I think, played the dad. Yeah, that had in the Brady like Bunch movie, right? Which, by the way, right? Gary that Cole. Was, how cute is he? I mean, he's the cutest on the planet. He's like the greatest. He's the greatest. But the perm, I think, really, I wonder. We should Google that and see, like, we won't if the male nobody's perm is gonna, coming back. Nobody's doing that kind of work. No, Rachel, we have to that. take a nobody's break. Nobody's going to do that. Oh <laughs> shoot! You want to throw it to a break? Oh sure, I'll throw it to it. All right, we're going to we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back with more Cheryl and Rachel discussing. The ringleader. The ringleader. And perms. Okay. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. Okay. All right. Okay. Getting right to it. Okay, All right, so, kids. But you didn't see the first, you didn't see the first movie. I didn't see the first movie. But no, you caught right up on this. Absolutely. Very, very quickly. It wasn't hard. It wasn't hard to figure out what happened. In the first film. Because basically it was a retelling of the first film. It really like, was. Of what happened. Even though they're yeah. saying, wow, Rachel Lee did, Rachel, didn't talk. That was the hook. That was It was the like, hook. Rachel Lee didn't talk. Right. So she's now, but now she has. And she's going to tell meet, all. Yeah. We meet Rachel and she says there's a Hollywood version of the story and a real version yeah. of the story. So I was like, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Me too. I was like, I cannot wait to... Figure out the what was inside. And we, I don't feel like I really got an inside scoop <laughs> other than a little more uh, like her story. It wasn't like it was like her real version. Does that make sense? Like her personally, what happened to her? Yes. What I found interesting is when she walks in, mm-hmm. like the build up to where we meet her. Yeah. I didn't understand why we saw her putting crystals in a place yes. and then washing. Windows. The windows. I was like, what's the documentarian's point of view yeah. on this? Like, are we just, is, is it just like robbers? They're just like us. Like, they have to <laughs> they clean wash windows. Their windows too. And they put their crystals yeah, out. I was wondering that too. Or is it that she's grounded now? And is that, was that her house? Because I was I like, it, I was that's like, a nice wow. house for Los Angeles. That's a nice house for, a, well, also for a convicted felon. Well, you're you know, jumping ahead. Felon, right? I don't know. Well, we know. But we already know the bling wing. Well, she did get She did get it. But but then when she walked in, yeah. nothing in the room. No. Except this weird, it wasn't even like a stool. It was like yeah. just like a, what do you, I don't, I don't what, know. what do you call that? Is that like a yoga thing or? I don't know what that was. It was like a meditation chair. Oh, a okay. meditation Oh, is that what it chair. is? Like a meditation chair. Okay. That's so. It. We were thinking. <laughs> Okay, Rachel has really become this other person. Yes. Not me, but no, that Rachel. No, the Rachel that Lee. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel Lee. However, yeah. the, more she, the more she talked, the more it was like, I don't 
I don't know if Rachel's really changed that much. They alluded to her being a hairstylist now. Right. And that she's like goes into a salon and she's terrified that people are going to recognize her from being in the bling ring. From being like that whole thing. Right. But I still want to talk about the fact that that entire room was empty. Yes. She walked in. She sat down on that poof. Yeah. And then she goes, hi, everybody. (laughs) I like, hello, everyone. And I'm like. Was that to us, the audience, or was that to like the crew that was doing? Yeah, I don't know. At any rate, so Rachel Lee was known as the ringleader and the mastermind. What I found fascinating is that she said Rachel's parents divorced when she was one. Mm -hmm. After school, she'd come home alone and snoop through her mom's stuff. This was in Calabasas, I think, right? And she said she she found a briefcase with a fresh stack of $100 bills, and she took one, and she slid it off. And she's like, ooh. She's like, I liked the fact that I could get away with it and that my mom would be like, it's just one. Right. Like she's like, my mom's never going to know. And also that her mom had a stack of $100 I know. Why did her mom, who was an attorney, her mom, which I thought was interesting too, that her mom is a defense attorney. A defense attorney, yes. A defense attorney is getting paid in cash. I mean. I don't know. That's a documentary I want to see. That's the documentary. But like a stack of what, of hundreds? That's a lot of. Yeah. I think there's something to the fact that her parents got divorced when she was one. Her dad was a gambler, she said, mm-hmm. and an alcoholic, and it wasn't there for her. Yeah. So her that's already like an addictive personality, right? Mm. If you're a gambling mm. addict, Rachel started to have those same kind of tendencies yeah. where she got a rush. And she also started taking, she said, what I found fascinating is that a lot of this she was saying the reason that she was doing all the burglaries and stuff happened when she was on Xanax. Yeah. Which I think. Okay. I know. By the way, I don't know that much about Xanax, I'll be honest. But it doesn't seem, it doesn't have a reputation for making people want to get crazy. No. (laughs) Like go out and party all night. Because she was like, it just made me want to party all night. It's like, what? Yeah, she said it made her feel like she didn't have a care in the world. Yeah. So I think it made her not have a conscience. By the way, when Rachel Lee was saying, you know, the Xanax. I was like, okay. Yeah. Where's the spiritual growth here? Because I feel like she's already saying, I did it because of the Xannies. The Xanax. Is that what yeah. people call them? Oh, God. I just love that you tried to like <laughs> be cool. Make it like street. Like you tried to call it like a street <laughs> drug. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you're like, please don't. Just, Do people call just, them that? Xannies? I have no idea. Maybe they call them Xannies. They could be like, uh, X? Oh, no, that's ecstasy. Yeah. Although that's like old school ecstasy. Now it's Molly. Oh, God. See, You're look impressive. at you go. I really know my I really am. street drugs. Um, okay. Yeah, you really do. Okay, so when Rachel was 14, she was offered the pills at the party. Taking Xanax took away all her cares, mm-hmm. and she could act the way she wanted to, which was to party. Rachel's true nature was to be a follower, she said. She was introduced <laughs> to cocaine and parliament cigarettes. Do you like the, the, the judgment that came out of my well, voice when I said that? Well, because by the way, I like that the whole time she's been labeled as the mastermind yeah. behind the bling ring. And so now this whole documentary is about her being the mastermind. And she's like, right. I'm really a follower. And she's like, I just wanted to be like popular. She was like, I'm Korean. Felt like she didn't fit in in Calabasas. She didn't feel like she fit in. She didn't, which, you know, I grew up with very wealthy kids. Mm. And I had like, I grew up in the lower middle class like poverty. But I relate to that. But I then didn't go and rob them. No. Because I wanted to be like no. them. Uh, you no. You know what I mean? Like right. that's And this is what one of the attorneys was saying. She's like, I had it worse than they did. And a lot of people don't end up doing that. Yeah. You know, just because they want to be one of the popular kids. But by you know, the way. All, that's basically high school. Who can afford drugs when you're in high school? I am always shocked by when people are like, oh, I had a cocaine problem in high school. I'm like, where did you get the money? Yeah. How do people, I guess that she was stealing crisp $100 bills out of her mom's closet? I just like that you just had to go through that and I say did. crisp $100 bills <laughs> out of her mom's because closet. Why, because that. why? Because that was part of the story. So it wasn't like, oh, yeah. it wasn't like, you know, uh, stripper dancer but, money that's well, like crinkly. But I think and, the thing is, is that, Obviously, she she said she liked the high of that. Mm-hmm. She liked yeah. that feeling. It gave her a purpose. It gave her something, you know, to look forward to. She didn't like who she was. 
She wanted to be something else. Right. Which I think so a lot of us feel at some point now. Yes. Especially when, you, when you're young. Yeah. But for that sure. doesn't mean you should break no. into Paris Hilton's house and steal no. $2 million well, she said that what we're getting ahead of ourselves, Cheryl, mm. which I, now I'm going to do what you do to me all the time. I'm mm. going to take you back a sec mm. because she was with her friend uh, when she was at Calabasas High. They went into the locker room. They saw two pairs of Uggs mm-hmm. and they took off their shoes. They put on the Uggs. They left. They came back. They called her into the office to say, did you steal the Uggs? She said, no. Her friend said, yes, we did. And then they said, well, you, we know you're lying. So we're going to kicking you out of Calabasas High and you're going to go to the to the the continuation bad school. school which by the way the i've never heard of a continuation school, school. neither is neither that like I. it's for a school for troubled kids okay. is how it was described yeah like so she went there and that's where she met nick prugo and that's when she said that's when everything went wrong right because she held on to the lie about the Uggs. <laughs> which this is all very it's this is all very champagne problems yes you know what i'm saying like i'm lying about Uggs. it's like she wasn't like she was stealing food right because she was going hungry. Right. She stole Uggs because she wanted to be cool and they thought that was a huge problem and sent her to the school for troubled kids. <laughs> that, where she I thought met that was Nick a weird Krugo. leap too. Or okay, oh, yeah. by the way, when she talked about Nick meeting Nick and she said they became best friends and then she said mm-hmm. they would ride the trolley home every day. I was like, what is yeah. happening in Calabasas where kids are riding a There's tr- a trolley. I didn't know there was a trolley. I've never in seen a trolley. And who's riding a trolley home from school in Calabasas. (laughs) By the way, have you spent any time in Calabasas? Very little. It's like going back in time. It's like a land. Is it like the 80s? Yeah. And you're just like, what's happening here? I loved it when she said, uh, the worst car at our school was a Jetta. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I drove a Jetta when I first came to Los Angeles. Rachel, we got to take a break. Oh, God. We got to take a break, you guys. We'll be right back with more stuff on the ringleader, (laughs) the mastermind, the ringleader of the blingling. The blingling. That's not right. The bring. No, the 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 ringleader. The ringleader. Of the bling ring. On Max. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Rachel, we're back. And there's so, listen, you're, we're n- back. you're not going to be able to say this word for word. This is what you okay. have to know about. No, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm already skipping position. around like crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we talk about Nick Prugo. Basically, we've established he meets Nick Prugo. Rachel Lee meets Nick Prugo at Indian Hills. They start doing crazy stuff like pointing a fake gun at people. Like they, yeah, that's... Like paint something... I didn't even understand that either because they said, we painted a gun black. You mean, mean you like painted a, like a fake, fake gun? gun? She should have said like a fake gun black or, or right. like wooden something. I was like, well... And they just thought it was funny. Yeah, that's hilarious. And they started... Yeah. So they, they were dangerous. Like they yes. were adrenaline junkies. Yes. And if they wanted to get... They liked the thrill. Yes. Of... Ter- yeah. Terrorizing. And so people. then... Yes. Right. So it started out where they were checking cars, mm-hmm. seeing what they could find. Then they started checking mailboxes. They robbed one of Nick's friend's parents for $28,000, which, which is by insane. the way, 
Yes. I have a lot of questions about this oh, yeah. situation. And how they stole that from their friends? Well, no. It's the guy that they stole it from. Oh, yeah. Him. Yeah. So I need we need to talk about him, but I, we can wait. Okay. If you feel like we should no. wait. No, let's talk about him. Let's talk about him because it's time. Well, because it's right it, here. It's well, happening. no, because then it kind of skips ahead. But at the end of this documentary, he was think, like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was like, basically like, you guys, remember me? Yeah. I was Nick's friend and he stole stuff from me and I'm trying to get some attention here. I've called yes. lots of shows and nobody wants to talk to me. Yeah, I tried to talk to Ellen. Yeah. I tried to, yeah, he really wanted to be on Ellen. He really wanted to make a name for himself. Mm-hmm. And it really made me laugh that he was very There's open about it. a lot of opportunists. It. Yeah, and yeah. he was like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to make sure that people know who I am. And I'm not going to rest until I get my side of the story out. And then I like that yeah. the director asked, would he ever be friends with Nick again? And he said, probably not, but I'd, you know, go eat sushi with him. <laughs> uh, which is so disgusting and bougie. And so like, <laughs> it's like, it's like oh, so, what? that's, no, I wouldn't be friends with him, but I'd go eat sushi with him. It's like, what? Like, like no. just say, yeah, I'd have a conversation with him. Yeah. But no. And then I guess he did do some I'm I'm so YouTube? surprised that he didn't just go, by the way, Nick, Nick, if you're out there and you see this, let's grab sushi. <laughs> by you know the way, I mean? you know Nick has watched this like a hundred times and then that guy has yes. watched it five hundred times. And he's put a reel together of it and sent it to people and say, Listen, I'm available. Reel. If we can meet. If anybody wants to, to talk about the bling ring some more. And I'd love to be on a reality show. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's contacted Big Brother. Mm-hmm. All oh, of it. Big Brother. Um, okay, moving on. Okay, skipping ahead. Okay, moving on. So yes. here we are. A website called Celebrity Access Aerial was the thing that got them to figure out all the addresses of these famous people. And they started, the first celebrity robbery was of Paris Hilton in 2008. And Paris was known, just so if anybody listening to this doesn't know who Paris Hilton is, Paris was known for saying, that's hot. And wearing her Uggs and holding her dog Tinkerbell was an iconic image. Mm -hmm. And these kids aspired to be just like her. That's why they stole. This is what's amazing, is that they go to Paris Hilton's to rob her house. They go up and they're like, well, you know, we know she's not there because we know she's away on business because of social media. And that was actually, the cops had said, this is probably the first social media crime yeah. that they've ever found where somebody used social media to rob people to figure out when they wouldn't be home. Yeah. So they go to Paris Hilton's house. They pull up the doormat. They're like, maybe the key's under. And there was a key under Paris Hilton's doormat that let them in the front door. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, I'm not judging that because... I've done it yeah. plenty. But um uh oh, robbers at Cheryl's house. <laughs> Key under the mat. But they but they went back a few times and kept robbing Paris. Yeah, Cuz the first time they did it, they did it in a way that they said she's not going to notice this. Right, cuz she has so much stuff. But by the way, that's still not it's still it's not okay. The thing too is getting back to Rachel. She was like this was giving me such a high. It was mm. like such a rush. Mm-hmm. And that she felt scared when she got up there, but then when they were inside, it was like, "Oh my gosh, we got the stuff." And then I kept thinking she was going to say after she left, she was filled with guilt. Right. And shame. Yeah, right. And she's like, "Nope. Mm-mm. I felt relieved <laughs> and happy that we got out of there." And I'm like, "That's an addict." Like that's and like not only that, yeah. but mm-hmm. then these kids would post up on their social media like wearing Paris Hilton's yeah. sweater necklace, and they'd say, sweater. "This is Paris's." And it's like, oh my god, you're all yeah. nutballs. Did you feel like that when you were watching? I it? think the word was brazen. I just brazen remember nutballs. her also. They were like very brazen nutballs about it. But the thing that I found fascinating was that she kept saying she had FOMO. And she had a fear of missing out. So she was like trying to not do the robberies. Right. But then she'd hear that they were going to do the robberies. I mean, Cheryl, I don't know about Mm. you, but my FOMO when I was in high school (laughs) was, oh man, they're going to Dairy Queen. They're going to Sha Na Na without me. I'm going anyway. Yeah, I'm going. Oh, and by the way, quick update. My best friend from high school, Natalie Garvin, she and I have been texting. She's laughing so hard because she's listening to the podcast. 
And she was like, Rachel, it wasn't Journey. We didn't see Journey. We saw Shanana and Survivor. <laughs> Survivor. What and I Survivor have even sing? Rising up. Straight to the I did a cheerleading routine to Eye of the Tiger. You must have been peeing in your pants when you saw him in person. Oh, dying. If And I have pictures of it, Cheryl. <laughs> and let's just say I looked older then than I do now. Will you please, what can I we wearing, post one of the pictures on, on our Instagram? Well, Natalie, Natalie said to me, she goes, I'm dying to find a picture of us in Survivor. And I said, oh, I have it. <laughs> and I said, I, it is buried. Rachel, I am, you have to share it with us. Oh, Cheryl. You can put it in the Instagram story. I and whoever's don't. watching will just see it for you a guys, minute. But that means it. that Mm-mm. anybody that I am, you know... Anyone that I'm attracted to mm-hmm. that's in my life right now that I love so much is going to see me. They will love, <laughs> they'll love school. you even more because it's going to be like, wow, Cheryl. look who she became. Let's just, let's just say it answers a lot of questions. <laughs> when you see that picture of me, you're like, oh, oh, oh I get it She's at the Survivor concert. She's at the Survivor concert. And then, yeah. Shanana. Rachel, I can't. I think Shanana was first. Yeah. Of course it was. But we thought we were the baddest asses seeing Survivor. So my fear of missing out would have been like, oh my God, I'm not missing Survivor at the Ohio State Fair. <laughs> and by the way. What do I have to do to get there? This you know what I mean? This woman, Rachel Lee, she, the way she talked about FOMO, she was acting like yeah. it was a, a scientific diagnosis that if someone. Yes, so, yeah, if like someone a psychological it, diagnosis. Yeah, like, if yeah you, like she had a pathology. If you've been diagnosed with FOMO, <laughs> then it's understandable <laughs> <laughs> that you might break into someone's house and steal millions of dollars worth of items. It's like, yeah, she did have FOMO. That's true. She did have FOMO. They kind of hinted at that. Some of the people were saying living in Calabasas. I think that does fuck you up. You know what I mean? <laughs> that you're feeling like that like if you're a kid and you don't have a lot of money no matter where you right. live you always feel like you're less than it's like yes. it doesn't matter if you're in Calabasas or yes. if you're in but I think it's just a different level I guess so right because they're used to seeing all these kids with designer everything and they were saying for their 16th birthday they their parents would drive up with the BMW right. but when I was in Ohio the rich kids that I went to school with yeah. they had BMWs yeah they had beautiful cars. Yeah. And you still didn't steal their Uggs. That's right. I didn't well, steal their Uggs. I, maybe there's something about, at the time, if you know that Paris Hilton is just down right. the street. And you, the access. Yeah. Then right. it's like, the oh, access to, I want yeah. that. And you have their address, and you yeah. know where, what, where they are social media-wise. They have access to a lot more <sighs> than you did back then. That's so terrible. But what was interesting about this documentary is that in the pre- previous documentary, yes, what you see is these kids end up becoming famous. Like this Nick, yeah, he went on TV shows. People wanted to talk to him. This other girl, Alexis, Alexis Nyers, Nyers, she got her uh-huh. own TV show, TV show called Pretty Wild. But I think she got her um, her show prior to that because. She was arrested during the filming for that pilot. But also, I mean, people must have known that yes. she was a shit show. But the thing, okay, can we get to this point? Because this, yes. this is one of Please. the greatest things ever. Is that Rachel, Nancy Jo Sales wrote a big story for Vanity Fair Tell the suspects wore Louboutins. And, <laughs> and Alexis got upset at Nancy Jo for incorrectly describing the footwear she wore to court. I did not understand what was happening. Did you see footage of Alexis leaving... A message on Nancy Joe's machine, and she's so upset she can't even get through the message. Yeah, I was not yeah. wearing Louboutins. That's not what I was wearing. I don't even remember what she said yeah. she was wearing. Oh, kitten I don't even heels. remember what she said. Kitten heels. Uh, oh, kitten heels. And who wants to admit to that? I don't know. And also, uh, she was like, "I was wearing kitten heels. They weren't Louboutins. They weren't stilettos." There was no red bottom. She didn't say that, but that's what I'm imagining like, she had in her mind. It's like, who gives a flying fuckball? Priorities, Cheryl. Mm. Priorities. Priorities. She wanted to be correctly identified. <laughs> you know what I mean? She she wanted 
She didn't want there to be any confusion that she was not wearing little uh, Louboutins. A kitten heel. A kitten heel. Gross. Okay, I just have to say this Have one. you ever worn a kitten heel? Well, I have after my bunion surgery. Gross. It's <laughs> U.S. I didn't want to say it. I wasn't going to No, but I think it. I get... But I think I even bought you a pair of shoes yeah. that, that weren't a curtain. It was a, it was a chunky heel, yeah. but they were like a lower shoe. Yeah, but that's not a kitten heel. That's not a kitten Like a kitten, kitten heel is tiny. It's a tiny little heel that's like this big and it's like, why bother? <laughs> because as being someone who's 5'1", I'm like, that's not going to give me the height that you. I need. That kitten heel. It doesn't help It's me. just like a tease. And it also, you trip on them because you, you realize you're not wearing flip-flops. But it feels like a flip-flop because it's so low to the ground. You're you welcome. You hate kitten heels. This is Rachel Harris, and this is footwear today. All right. Wait, I just want to say one thing. I just want to say one thing. Yes, please. So this whole thing with Rachel, right? We see these other kids. They got famous. You know, they also stole from people. They got famous. And then yeah. Rachel, I mean, are we allowed to say that she went to prison? Yeah. Okay. So she did go to prison just go. for four years. Yeah. And... When Erin, I'm assuming, is the one that was talking to interviewing her, mm-hmm. she said to Rachel Lee, she said, so you would steal things and then sell it. And Rachel said, I never, mm-hmm. I never sold anything. Yeah. And then she said, well, what about like the stuff what that you sold? Venice? And she goes, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I definitely sold a lot of stuff in Venice. Uh, on, <laughs> on Venice. Yeah. And it was like. And it's like, guess what? Your credibility just went out the window. It's like, get rid of the crystals. Why? They're not helping you. They're not working. They're, they're not, not working. working. They're, they're, not, they're not helping you. Or start taking some ginkgo biloba. Oh, what does ginkgo biloba do? It helps you with your memory. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you ever taken it? <laughs> no. But maybe I okay. need to. Should I? I think we both should probably okay. start so eating g- more ginkgo g- biloba. Ginkgo biloba. What is it called? I have no idea. What's it called? Ginkgo biloba? Ginkgo biloba. I'll never be able to say that word. Okay. Can go Gabaloba. Okay. I love that Rachel diagnoses herself though, and she says she's a sociopath. She says she was a sociopath at the time of the crime. She also says she feels like she was one of Nick's victims. Right. Now, call me crazy. Hey, crazy. Once a sociopath, always, always a sociopath. sociopath. It do- does right. seem like it would be hard it's not like it come and goes. to change that mm-hmm. about yourself. Yes. Oh, now I get it. Because Hold on. she said. I used to not care about anything or anybody, but now she does because that's why she was washing the windows. Oh, is that what? And that's and she cares about cares cares about other things about being able to see through glass. <laughs> oh, okay. By the way, I do have to say this because okay, the rich guy who got robbed by Rachel and Nick early on, the one that uh-huh. can't get any heat from this. Yes. His name is... He can't get any heat. His he name just is can't. Ed and Shizzle Maimon. I was reading between the lines with this filmmaker because when Shizzle was saying, what I really want, what I really mm-hmm. want is an apology mm-hmm. from Nick and Rachel. Cut mm-hmm. to Rachel on her tiny stool or whatever she was sitting on. On her meditation Meditation pad. with the crystals. Mm-hmm. You know... That that filmmaker just said that to Rachel. And then Rachel said, mm-hmm. you know that she just said, even though we didn't hear it, would you like to apologize to Nick? Because then Rachel said, mm-hmm. I did hurt people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was as close as she came to an apology. To an apology. She, not even, she wasn't even going to give him that. Mm-mm. He couldn't even eke that out. Mm-mm. She but couldn't he, yeah. even say... I'm sorry, Shizzle. No, I'm sorry, Shizzle. I'm sorry, Shizzle. That I, I, was rude. Yeah. This is what was also weird to me, is that we didn't really get into this, but the detective on the, all the people that were covering the case yeah. when it went to trial, they really got off on the celebrity of it. Yeah. And I love that when Sofia Coppola started shooting the bling ring, Alex Nyers. Alexis. Alexis. Yes. Oh, yeah, Alexis Nyers. And the cop, Brett Goodkin, were consultants on the film. Brett even made a cameo arresting Emma Watson. Brett did not disclose getting paid. Which, by the way, this moment also killed me because somebody asked him, were you in this film? And he said no. But he knows he was because he just shot the film. So how, what kind of a liar is that? That's a terrible lie. I mean, you can't even get away with that lie. It's like, oh, when we see the film, we will see your face on screen. No. 
Oh, yeah. Rachel. And because he did that, because yeah. he did that, he could not testify in these right. other cases that weren't settled yet. Meanwhile, Rachel Lee is doing hard time in Malibu. And now and now she's out of prison. And now, now she's out of prison. And she said she has fond memories of her release from prison. Mm-hmm. Okay, so final okay, so final segment. Are you ready for final thoughts? Yes. Okay. It's time for happily ever thoughts. Wait. It's time for happily ever after <laughs> thoughts. This is where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Okay, so Cheryl, mm-hmm. did you cry? I did not. Mm-hmm. Did you cry, Rachel? No, I did not. When she got out of prison and they were at the gate mm-hmm. saying, don't come back here, bitch. We'll, we'll kill you if you come back. But they were doing it sweetly. Yeah. No tears. No, no tears. No tears. No tears. Mm-mm. But I just was like, I think the whole tone of the film made me just kind of dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. This is a film that you're you're happy when it's over. Yeah. I, I found it interesting. It was like a history lesson. You know? <laughs> it's it was like, like a pop it was like an ex- culture yes. history lesson. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Um, who were you attracted to, Cheryl? Mm. This is a real tough one. Yeah. There was one of the lady cops was cute. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go with the lady. Oh, I think she was an attorney. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with her. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you? I was definitely attracted to Rachel's father. I he was kind of cute. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm not kidding. No, the addict. The I Alan thought he was on, cute. The Alan in me was attracted to the, the addict. <laughs> oh, I was like Rachel. physically attracted to him. It was a. It was a oh. physiological. Like oh, oh, he's dangerous. No, I really wasn't attracted to anyone in the film. Rachel, do I not get to say that? Do I not get to? Do I have to find someone? No, you have to pick somebody. Ugh. The world's about to end, and you're in an elevator with somebody from this film, and you have two minutes to two minutes in heaven. Um, two minutes in heaven. Okay. I mean, I did like Re- Rachel Lee's dad. I thought he was cute. He was cute. The po- the ponytail. Yeah, you know what? Out of all of them, I'm not attracted to like the young Nick. Yeah, Shizzle. No. <laughs> No, neither I one of them. I wish she would say shizzle so badly. Shizzle, yeah. I wish she'd been like, "Hey, uh, so I'm shizzle." <laughs> I just wanted to see him at Starbucks, and they're like, "What's your I name? Like What's you your name see. on the cup?" And he's like, "Shizzle." And they're like, "Right." And they finish making his vanilla latte. They're like, <laughs> "Shizzle." His decaf vanilla latte. Shizzle with oat milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shizzle. Um. Uh, okay, who was I attracted okay. to? Who do I? I, yeah, I would just, just pick, have to, I'm just going to say her dad because yeah. he's age appropriate, and okay. he. Um, and you could change him. You could turn him around. God knows, I love a project. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay. So all right. All right. Now there's a chance for true story talkback. Anything to say? I wish all these bling ring participants would move on. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Let's. We don't need to see another movie about the bling ring. I don't need to have another conversation. I don't need to. I don't need to talk about. It. I don't need to hear about it. I promise you, Rachel <laughs> Lee. If I walked into your salon, I would not bring it up if I recognized you. Okay, that's good. All right, good. Do you have anything that you want to say? I want to say, if I saw Shizzle, I would say <laughs> Shizzle. Um. <laughs> Just contact Bravo. Reach oh, out to Shizzle Bravo. Has. He wants to be on a Shizzle television needs show to pivot. so bad. He needs to p- pivot. But yeah, in all honesty, I, I hope that they yeah. all learn something and that, that they're able to put it behind them and look at why they did it. And I think it's attention-seeking. I think it's low self-esteem. I think they grew up, mm. some of them grew up in alcoholic homes and addiction. Mm. And I'm hoping that they are, they're healing from all that. That would be my final thought. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. That's all for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about still mm. Michael J. Fox at Apple t- on Apple TV. But wait, but before we go, uh, should we read some true fan mail? I wish you would. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> Jessica writes, Hello, ladies. Just listened to the Wham! episode. And as a woman with a, with a leg birthmark <laughs> <laughs> and bunions, I've never oh. felt more seen. <laughs> Your podcast is really making national headlines. That's amazing. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Rachel, and thanks for always making me laugh. 
Oh, that's the greatest. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. We love this. All right. Um, I like her birthmark and bunions. Oh my god, okay. I love it. I love so much. Let's just bring back birthmarks. You know, and bunions. You can birthmarks and bunions. I just got rid of my bunions. I know, but if we ever want to rename this show. From True Story. <laughs> we'll call it Birthmarks, birthmarks and, and, and bunions. bunions. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So Corey writes, Hi, Cheryl and mm-hmm. Rachel. I am loving True Story. I was a huge fan of Tig and Cheryl, True Story, and was sad Tig announced that she was leaving. However, in all caps, mm-hmm. Cheryl and Rachel are hysterical and have amazing rapport. And then in parentheses, make sense as they're buds. Aww. I like to say BFFs. Okay. And Biffles. Biffles. Yeah, Biffles. Okay, <laughs> not BFFs, but really Biffles. hoping that catches. We're gonna, we're gonna th- hope that takes off. I continue, look, I continue to look forward to Mondays to hear the new pod. So, so thank you. I wanted to say to Cheryl that I know you hate a spoiler alert, and I respect that. But so far, I don't think Rachel has been spoiling anything. Woo! Oh. I love her little oh. transitions from chit chat to the dock. Mm. You're both doing great and making me smile. Oh, mm. that's so sweet. I love it. See. Okay, also, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, email us at truestoryfamil at gmail.com. So, Shirley. Yeah. Uh, anything to promote? Yes, as a matter of fact. I wanted to um, just remind everybody about Heinz & Young, which is a self-care company that I started with my daughter, Catherine, and Dr. Becky Heinz helps me out on, and my brother, Mike. But here's the exciting part. I talked to Becky, Dr. Becky. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do a 20% off for our listeners. <gasps> so if you go to Shop Heinz Young, you'll see all our stuff. We've got great candles and great body creams. Anyway, and, and type in True Story 20 and you'll get a 20% discount. Is that the promo, for a limited like time. The promo code area? Like, do you have a promo yeah. code area? Yeah. True Story 20. And, and we're only going to um, say this on air. And we'll probably put it on Instagram. But it's a secret. <laughs> We don't want the whole world getting 20% oh, off. But, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I know. But we want our listeners to get 20% yeah. off. Do Would I get 20% off? Maybe. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. We'll see. All right. We'll see. Guess what everybody's getting for Christmas? Yahoo. <laughs> Yahoo. Yay. All right, Rach. That's going to do it. Oh, that's going to do it. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. I'll call you tonight. I'll call you. I'll call you tonight. <laughs> I'll call you tonight. True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Rachel Harris. It's produced by Thomas Roulette, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Roulette, with production assistance from Nadia Labetz. Special thanks to Gabby Kovacic, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story wherever you get your podcasts. You can email us at truestoryfanmail at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.